Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. We have Miranda Devine on the other line. And uh, Miranda? Hi, John. How are you? Good. Uh, Miranda Devine with your, that beautiful, I love that Australian accent. <laughs> Even though you're an American citizen. She's from and, Queens. That's a and, Queens and love accent. Of, no, that's an Australian <laughs> accent. And, and uh, by the way, on the phone with us, and we asked them to stay on, uh, is uh, Dr. Martinez, uh, how do you say it, Peter? Sainz. Uh from St. Francis College. And I said, uh, and they, they're not being funded by the state or city, and they need help. And I said, I understand uh, that Miranda Devine is, is going to be on the next and stay on and listen to her, uh, because I understand that, that the governor has $1.7 billion to distribute within the communities of New York City, New York State. And why can't he, is, is he eligible for it at St. Francis College? He, he certainly should be eligible, but I don't think that this governor wants to give any of that money to anything useful or worthwhile so, unfortunately, I think that you may be at the back of the line. Miranda, it's, it's Richard Weinberg. What do you think about the legislature giving her that money unfettered by any kinds of checks and balances and controls that she can just use it the way she wants? What do you think about that deal? It's unbelievable. It is so corrupt, and it just shows that there are no checks and balances. There is no accountability for how public money is spent in New York. It's been too long in the hands of Democrats. Uh, you know, for 20 years, the governor's office has been run by a Democrat. And it shows that Kathy Hochul is uh, just following in Andrew Cuomo's footsteps, if not worse, because she's so desperate at the moment. Their polling is showing them that Lee Zeldin has caught up and is actually looking quite good to win. I mean, it's tight. But it's a pretty miraculous Excuse thing me, Randa. if he can pull it off. Yeah, so that, that's really all I have to say, just that, that it's so corrupt. Uh, there's no accountability for public money. This is a lot of money that is just being used to pork barrel and try to prop her up in an election that she should lose by all rights. You know, there's a, there was a piece, I think it was in the Post, Miranda, that talked about the history of the Democrat in, incumbent officers statewide. Lieutenant governors, governors, attorneys general, controllers, all forced out of office. Leaders of the state assembly, leaders of the state senate, forced out of office. Criminal convictions, jail time for some of these folks. This is a horrible situation when you have one-party government. What say you? It, it certainly is, and it's across the board. You look at any state any city that has been run continually by Democrats. And look, I would say if it was run continually by Republicans, there would be corruption problems as well. But when there is effectively no opposition, you have, it's not the way politics is meant to run in this country. And uh, it just leads, it's human nature, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. Wow. Well, where do we go from here? Tell us what else we uh, oh, yeah, we got 20, 21 and a half days left to the election. Uh, which way do you see it uh, shaking right now? Look, I think it's looking good for Republicans. I don't want to jinx them, but it's certainly, you know, the polling is starting to turn around and showing that there's um, a lead for the Republicans. I mean, no one, everyone sort of thought the House would be uh, okay and it would be possible for the Republicans to get that back, but they were very cynical about the Senate. But 
you know, you're looking at some of these races where uh, the, the Republicans are coming from behind uh, and doing really well. And then you look at Lee Zeldin uh, in New York. He's just the little engine that could, you know, outspent. Uh, the media's not on his side. Um, he's just been working hard consistently for the last 18 months, and he's a decent guy. And I think once people get to see who he is and they see his family, they look at how his very formidable background, you know, in the military, um, he was a prosecutor, uh, and and also a three-term congressman. He's he's a guy. He's very humble. He's very understated, but he is someone with a lot of very good plans. He's honest. He's not corrupt. He's shown up Kathy Hochul for her corruption. He's promised that there will not be donors beating a door, door down his office door. He will not be doing any special favors. And apart from that, he's going to fire Alvin Bragg and he's got a whole lot of other law and order issues. And that is what New Yorkers really care about, that and the economy. And uh, the Democrats have had, they've had a chance. They've been in office long enough. And look at the terrible disaster that New York City and the state have fallen into under Democrats. And the legislative leaders refuse to budge on all the legislation they passed that makes the city unsafe and the state unsafe. Absolutely true. And, you know, the governor does have power over that. They have the, the power of the bully pulpit. Uh, they have the power of funding. Um, they can, you know, he, he can call emergency powers, as he said he's going to do on crime, as Kathy Hochul uh, did on COVID and still does on COVID. I mean, she rolls over those emergency powers every 30 days. Uh, once you give these guys power, it's very difficult to get get it back from them. But I think when it comes to crime... We really do need to to call in an emergency well, I wonder, and do something. Judge, uh, you're, you're familiar with the state laws. If there's a new governor, can the governor uh, uh, call it a, an emergency crime problem and make uh, the rules of a governor? No, the, it's legislation. The legislation has to be amended or, or rescinded. But what but, if you call it a crisis? But you call it a crisis. You bring the, the legislature back. You hold their feet to the fire. Don't let them out of the room until they make the changes. They keep asking for statistics. The statistics are there every day. I understand. Major crime is up. Uh, we just talked about it with Governor Patterson, and we talked about it with Reverend Cockfield, mm -hmm. uh, that I understand that uh, 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 Speaker Hasty was complaining to the NYPD uh, that he doesn't have enough cops in his district in the Bronx. He was the guy defunding the cops. Yeah, stop defending cops and stop uh, going after them. Protect the men and women in blue because they're walking off the job. They're retiring. They're moving to other states that's more hospitable. But here's the issue for Lee Zeldin. I'm seeing a lot of the videos on social media. Miranda Devine, I want you to weigh in on it. There are a lot of lies being told about him. I saw this video down in Washington Square Park. They're saying all these things about abortion and he's going to say about the homosexual, all these crazy things that he's some kind of radical right wing nut job. So that's what I think he has to overcome is all the lies that have been spewed by the left. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I've seen those ads, too. There's an ad saying that he wants to, you know, ban abortions for everybody, uh, you know, even if you've been raped. I mean, that's not true. He's not touching abortion law. It's what he said. The law in, is the law in New York. He has no no power to do that. So and no no interest in doing it. It's not part of his platform. He has a really specific platform. But of course, the Democrats are going to lie about it. And of course, their base is going to, uh, you know, believe their lies. But I don't think that matters what 
what Zeldin really needs is he needs those kind of blue dog Democrats. He needs the independents. He needs the moderates and he needs the Republicans to come out and vote for him uh, in full. And look, he does say that when he calls this crime emergency, he has the power to roll back uh, the no bail legislation, that bail reform, and turn it back to what it was uh, previously, before January 2020, uh, when it had a modicum of, of sense and logic to it. Um, and, of course, they'll take him to court, but he says bring it on because he's quite happy for there to be a public debate about this. He's quite happy to turn the clock back at least for 30 days. Uh, that law was a disaster. It wasn't just bail. It was discovery. It was everything. You lawyers age, will know about that. Yes. Also, Brenda, as you said, the, the governor of New York has a bully pulpit. So whether he succeeds in court or not, he can turn this around. If if you want to fight with the legislature, put them on the spot. And Kathy Hogle has not had the guts to do that. Amen. No, I, I'm sorry to guts. hear that. I'm really sorry to hear that. I liked her as a person. Oh, I. And I think she, you know, she has to stand up. Well, thank you so much, uh, Miranda, for coming on. And thank you for everything you do for the people of the, the world, the country, and the city. Thank you, because we thank need so somebody much. to tell the truth. Thank you so much. Thank you, John. Thank you, everybody. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.